Allen's a superstar. Stop being a hater, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us today on the Windchill Factor Podcast. I am your host, Justice General, and this is the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. I have two very, 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 very special guests today. Uh, man, look, it's a family affair here. Uh, we got the twoest members, the twoest. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. The two newest members <laughs> of the Wilson Buffalo family, actually, me and Ryan, uh, we recorded yesterday. Uh, he was on the episode of First Round By, the live show I did with uh, my partner, Jake Jordan. So please go check that out. Also, make sure you check out the Ryan C Show. Uh, every Saturday, it's going to be brought to the Wilson Buffalo YouTube channel this weekend. So go ahead and uh you know, take a look at that and check that out. You get to see my man, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing, bro? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Happy to be here uh, talking football with, you know, some of the new guys. Um, happy to be here. Obviously, uh, we, me and you talk, Ryan. Um, obviously, I can tell you have a very high football IQ. So uh, it's, it's going to be, I can tell we're going to do a lot of work together, uh, you know, in the near future. So I'm excited about that. Uh, and another guy who I hopefully look forward to doing a lot of work with is uh, Man DJ here, uh, 7 1 Blitz podcast. Uh, what's up, DJ? How you doing, bro? Hey, it's nice to meet you formally. I'm excited. Absolutely. Excited to have you, bro. Welcome to Built in Buffalo. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. I think it's a big opportunity. We got some good stuff out there, so I'm excited to be part of it. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. We're excited to have you on the team. Um, so might as well just go ahead and jump right into it. This week on the Windchill, we uh, have the games that we're most looking forward to in the 2021 season, right? Uh, so we, we're Obviously, there's some universal games that everybody's probably looking forward to, right? Like, uh, we might as well start off with the big one, the AFC Championship rematch. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. DJ, what are you thinking about it? Uh, what, what do you think could happen in this game? What are you looking forward to? Um, I mean, I just want to see if we can stack up. I, I don't know if we're there yet. Um, that that game's early enough in the season where I don't know if the defense will be where we think it or hope it's going to be. Um, we, you know, we're seeing flashes in the preseason now of Rousseau and Basham. Those guys are getting pressure. Um, but I think once the real games hit, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and we'll see if they're ready. Um, you know, and it's interesting to see now with Harrison Phillips, potentially who knows what's going on there. I think he's a cut candidate now, which is probably a little surprising, but um, I expect Zinger to step up now. Um, I don't know. I expect to see – I want to see if the pass rush is there. I want to see if we can get after Mahomes. Um, you know, in the preseason game the other day, Mahomes looked rattled when guys were in his face again, just like in the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, my big, big thing is let's see if we can – offensively, I know we can do better than what we did um, as long as they don't try to run the ball in the most important game of the year. Again, that was interesting. Um, but I think they can stack up pound for pound with Mahomes and Tyree Kill. I would take Allen and Diggs over them any day anyways. 
Um, but I want to see what the defense can do because you got to stop them. There's no other way around it. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, how do you feel about the game, bro? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you said, this is kind of the universal game that everybody's looking forward to. We got that famous picture. I touched on it yesterday during the live show, that picture of Diggs standing there just watching the celebration. That's just a cold picture. Um, and I, I think that kind of echoes the sentiments of, of Bills Mafia and, and the Buffalo Bills team about what they're doing. We talked about it yesterday, about how every move that the front office and every move that the defense has made has been about that moment in time. It's been about that game. So I think this game is the test. It is the test to see, did all the changes that we make work? Did did drafting Rousseau work? Did drafting Basham work? Did bringing these guys in um, and, and, you know, maybe some new schemes that they have, uh, you know, designed since that game and have implemented does it work? Because chances are you're seeing them again in the AFC Championship if you get there. You know, knock on wood. I think we will. Um, definitely, you know, the Bills are Super Bowl candidates. So it's it's a test. I mean, every game's a test, but like this is the test. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. This is the test. This is the game to let you know, you know, where you, where you rank in the league. If you're one of the juggernaut teams, or if you're just another good, uh, you know, above average team, this game, um, and then ne- the next game we'll, we'll talk about, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, for me, uh, I think that this is going to be like a year of adversity for the Chiefs. Um, you know, they have a brand new offensive line. You see Patrick Mahomes out there playing both preseason games. I think that there's something to be said for that. I think, you know, they're not as comfortable as maybe they, they hope to be. Uh, and I think that they still have some things that they want to clean up before the regular season hits. So I think uh, that's that's why you see Patrick Mahomes out there playing games because they, they're trying to build, uh, you know, that that continuity. And, um, you know, but that's what we already have in Buffalo, because uh, obviously we kept 21 of 22 starters from the offense and defensive um, overall. Uh, I think that that is just priceless. Um, I, I, you see it in training camp with Josh Allen absolutely balling out, uh, wide receivers not letting the ball hit the ground, things like that. And I think that's a big part of why you don't see Josh Allen because the offense is clicking on all cylinders versus what we expect to be a, a good defense in the NFL. Uh, you know, obviously the Bills defense looks to probably make that leap back up into the top 10. Uh where they kind of fell out of last year for whatever reason, we finally get to go offense, and now the defense doesn't want to play up to the you know standard that they're used to, which is ironic. But um, hopefully that they get back to that next year. Um, I'm excited to see Boogie and uh, – I'm sorry, Greg Rousseau and A.J. Epinesa go out there, uh, Harrison Phillips hopefully, Ed Oliver, Starla Tulele, uh, and just get pressure on Mahomes. Um, I believe DJ said it. Um because we've seen what they happened in the Super Bowl last year. The pressure, I mean, Mahomes handled the pressure fine, but uh, the rest of the team didn't handle it very well. You know, they had players dropping passes and everything else. And I think that with our secondary, if our defensive line can finally get some pressure, I think that uh, we'll, we'll definitely be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, did either of you guys have anything else you want to contribute uh, about that game specifically? 
Yeah, I think, on my end, I think that a lot of Bills fans want to see, I mean, they were a little disappointed we, we didn't get the tight end, you know. Um, they wanted Ertz for whatever reason. I talk about this with my guys all the time. Like, I don't believe we need, there's only three tight ends in the league that do anything. Two out of those three tight ends don't make the playoffs. I think the tight end thing is being overvalued right now by Bills fans. Uh, I think we're okay with them. You don't need any more than mediocre. Um, and Hollister is going to surprise a lot of people, I think. Um, I expect him to have a pretty good season. I think Dawson Knox is, is fine. He drops him here and there. But I don't think this is a big concern. I think a lot of fans wanted us to get that home run tight end, and we don't need it. When you have Stephon Diggs and you have Emmanuel Sanders and you have Gabe Davis and Jordan, Jay Kumaro, you don't need – uh, the the Zach Ertzes of the world because I wouldn't I wouldn't want him anyways I honestly I haven't beaten the drum on that one for a long time I don't see a need for that and I think that's if it comes down to that in this game and the Chiefs Kelsey kills us then I guess but they they have the only one that really worries me anyways Waller's not going to do anything in Vegas and uh, what's his name who am I thinking of not Waller uh, I don't know I can't think of the, another one too Kittle. I mean, those guys aren't going to do anything. Kittle's in the hardest division in football. And Waller's in that uh, AFC West, which is crazy, too. So I just don't I don't see the need for it. I know it's off topic a little bit, but I think that no, – I think was, we can stop Kelsey. I, I think we can – I don't think we need that tight end. I think the pass rush is more important. Well, you said it's off topic, but now we're about to change it to that topic because I have a question for Ryan. How do you feel about the tight end position? Do you think it's overvalued, or do you think uh, a good good tight end comes at a premium for your team? Um, well, I think DJ made the point that out of those three you know, top-tier tight ends, two of them don't end up making the playoffs. So clearly they're not making that, that big of a difference. Um, I do, I do agree with him, though. I was maybe on that very small bandwagon of Bills fans that did not understand the hype for Ertz. I, like, I understand the hype for Ertz, right? But, like, I didn't understand why we needed him. Um, I agree. I think Hollister, and I said it yesterday, uh, I think Hollister's competing with Knox for, uh, you know, TE1. Um, and I think he maybe has a little bit of an edge on him just because of that consistency that he brings. Um but, you know, hopefully we'll see that more against Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really think that we needed to go out and grab Ertz. Uh, I'm glad we didn't. Uh, the tight end position, at least for Buffalo, is I think for Buffalo is, is overvalued by the fans for sure. We use them mainly for blocking. They go out there and they get catches sometimes. Knox had some really nice catches, and he had some, you know, some really bad drops as well. Um, it seems like... San Francisco that have Kittle that's going to go out there and maybe he makes the difference in a touchdown or, or something for a game, but San Francisco has not been in the playoffs in the last couple of years, at least any meaningful playoff contention or, or games. So, yeah, I, I would agree. I don't think tight end is really on the priority list uh, for Bills fans in regards to where it is for the front office right now. Hey man, that's that's definitely um, logical thinking uh, from both of you guys. I, I think I would disagree a little bit. I think uh, the tight end kind of does, you know, bring a little bit of value to the field. Um, I think that a good tight end in this offense, just having someone reliable over the middle of the field, 
would would just be a game changer for Josh specifically. Um, so, I'm uh, uh, to your point, DJ. I'm not looking for like a Kittle or a Kelsey or anything like that. Um, I do think that consistency. If Hollister can bring consistency, that's all I need because I've seen him make plays. I've seen him go out there and run real fast, and I know he can do it. I know he can play the position, and I know he can probably do it at a high level. Um, but I just need consistency. I need somebody who's going to catch the the passes, you know, when they need to be caught. And I don't know. I still don't trust Dawson to the full extent yet, honestly. So I think that uh, Hollister is also competing for that tight end one position. But speaking of tight ends, one of, if not the best tight end of all time, uh, is going to be the second probably universal game that I would imagine everybody's looking forward to, which is uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, we take on the defending Super Bowl champions, Tom Brady, who absolutely destroyed the AFC East, including us, for two decades. And now he finds himself down in Tampa, and uh, they're coming off of a Super Bowl win. So, Ryan, uh, do you think that the Bucks are going to do it again? Uh, and also, do you think that we have a shot at beating them? And how can we do it if we if we do have a shot? I think... I think the Chiefs game is going to give us kind of that insight as well because it's the same thing that you saw. You you saw the Chiefs on the opposite side of where we were when they played them in the Super Bowl. They weren't able to bring that pressure to Brady. His offensive line did a really good job of keeping that pressure off of him. Obviously, Brady has an insane – vision and understanding of the field and the the positions or not the positions, but like the guys that are on, on that defensive side. So he almost knows what they're going to do before they do it. Um, yeah. I think that, I mean, here's the thing. Bit, yeah. Big Brad Brady. He's been here for the last, you know, he, or he was here for two decades. He beat us, but on any given Sunday, on any given game day, you can win. You just have to want it more and you have to be consistent. So, hands down, we can absolutely beat the Buccaneers. It's just a question of can we go out there and do what we need to do to do it. I think we have the pieces now. Uh, you know, again, talking yesterday, not to keep bringing it back up, but the conversation about, you know, Jerry Hughes and putting some equal pressure on the other side of the defensive line to bring, you know, more pressure onto the quarterback than we have in the last couple of years. Um Really, I would say almost uh, almost going all the way back to the Super Bowl era. At least, you know, for me, I was born in '98, so I only have this these 22 some years of, of a team's reference. So, um, yeah, it's just going to be about bringing the pressure to Brady and, and getting to him. Because if you can disrupt his game and do something he's not expecting, which we all know that this Bills this Bills team is that's what we're experts at is kind of throwing a trick play out there every now and then, uh, trip up the other guys, can absolutely win it. Absolutely, hundred percent. For the Chiefs game, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see where we stack up because I think that that continuity, and I spoke to it um, yesterday as well. I think that that is really big for us. You know, just as a team, I think that we get to have back everybody, um, and we don't really have to worry about people learning each other and everything else. I mean, you got that a little bit with Emmanuel Sanders, but Emmanuel Sanders is one of the best to ever do what he does. So I don't think he's going to need like a ton of, you know, practice to get it going with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We've seen what Stefan Diggs did without, 
you know, any preseason. It's like a measuring stick, but it's not. Um, if we lose it, it's whatever. I think we're going to lose like three or four games all year anyway. So um, I'm more interested to see. Uh, I don't know how you guys are. I know we're talking about universal games right now, but I'm more interested to see how like we match up against like Washington football teams, defensive line versus our offensive line. Um, yeah, well, that's Washington's a crazy matchup. That's like week week three. Yeah, I mean that uh, that D line is crazy. If Dion's not a hundred percent, we're in trouble. Like Chase Young's gonna kill Josh Allen, and we don't need that. So I, I that's a very interesting one, very early in the season for me. I think people are not expecting Washington to be very good, and I think they're gonna be a pretty damn good football team. So. Um, that's an interesting one for me. I know you're talking about the Chiefs, but I like the Washington one because that the line matchup is, is is super important. I think that's a really good measuring stick of our offensive line, which I don't think is really that. I just I just think the offensive line versus that front seven of of Washington is going to be the biggest challenge for me. I think that's bigger than going up against the Chiefs. Um, I really think that's a really good measuring stick um, to where we are because I think the offensive line is one of the few weaknesses on the team. Okay, and um, I know that Ryan, you said that that was one of your intriguing games as well. What are what are your thoughts and expectations uh, for us to go up against the football team? Yeah, so I mean, so I, I kind of do this thing where every se- I go into a season uh, and I look at these teams that got you know new head coaches and maybe got you know new team or you know like a new franchise quarterback. And a couple years ago, it was Cleveland and the Colts. And Cleveland had an, an amazing game against the Steelers, um, almost an unbelievable playoff game against the Steelers. Obviously, Buffalo met uh, Indianapolis last year uh, in the wild card game. Uh, but I mean, Washington is, you know, coming into this season, Washington is like that team for me. Like, you need to watch them after what they did this offseason to, to add to the talent that they already had. They're good on the defense, they're good on the offense, and they're getting better on the special teams. Um, and I said the same thing going into the the Colts game. Uh, you know, hey, special teams is going to be what's going to decide this game. And guess what? It was what decided that game. Um, and I think a lot of football fans don't really take into account special teams as much as they probably should. I mean, special teams does make or break games, those kicks where those punts are placed. So – Washington's run game, obviously we got to get better at the run defense. Having star back is, is a big deal for that. But, I mean, they got Jarrett Patterson now, whether he makes that 53-man or not. But, uh, you know, because they, they, they do have some good – he probably will. But they There's do, no they, way he does yeah, it. Yeah. They, He's they, they do have – you know, they, they have – Washington has really good depth between Gibson, uh, McKissick, and then, and then Patterson uh, and a few others. So they're, they're really um, – yeah, they have, they have a lot of depth at running back. So, like, you got to watch out for Gibson. You know, you got to watch out Terry McLaurin, uh, Will Burn corners and safeties. Absolutely, any day of the week. Um, so, it's going to be a challenge. I agree with DJ. It, Washington is going to be a challenge for Buffalo. Um, and a challenge is really going to come from are you going to underestimate them or are you going to treat them like you're going to go into that game and you're going to win? Yeah. 
Absolutely. A hundred percent. Both of you guys hit the nail on the head. I actually had Washington as one of my, you know, games uh, of the year as well. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better than people give them credit for. I think last year they didn't really have a quarterback. I mean, Alex Smith was a great story. Absolutely amazing. Round of applause. Uh, This is not to belittle his effort in any way, shape or form. But I mean, he wasn't a productive quarterback, if we're just speaking objectively. Um, I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is a damn good quarterback, and I feel like maybe he's a little inconsistent, but I feel like if he is consistent, he is a pro bowl, all pro caliber quarterback. Um, So I think that he, you know, can at least put the Reds, I'm sorry, the football team over the hump of where they were before, um, and they'll be able to make some noise. Um, this year. So I think that is definitely going to be a test for us. And speaking of them, I remember Montez Sweat got drafted and was, wasn't great. Uh, he was okay. It wasn't great. But then Chase Young came in and out of nowhere, they both just started going crazy. Both started balling. To me, I kind of get those vibes a little bit. I, okay. I, I know that, you know, people actually pay attention to what I say now, which is I'm still trying to get used to it. But I'm not saying that A.J. Epinesa and Greg Rousseau are the next Montez Sweat and Chase Young, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they give me those vibes, right? Um, Montez Sweat or A.J. Epinesa, you come in your first season, you don't have a ton of production, um, but then obviously you get a first-round pick in uh, a Rousseau or a Young, and then everybody kind of finds their full their, their maximum potential and you know start going at it. So I kind of I kind of see those vibes coming from uh Gru and AJ and and I'm hoping uh for the best there. Um but Ryan, we got a, a game from DJ, uh the Reds. Oh my goodness, the Washington football team, which is a great game. Uh who who is your uh game you're looking forward to? Yeah, man. Uh I already name dropped him. But expect to see Indy again. Indy's going to be causing problems for us. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a massive fan of the Carson Wentz move. But when you put Carson behind a good line uh, and he can stay healthy, we know that they have the weapons on offense. We know that they have the tight end. We know that they have the wide receiver core. We know that they have the running. I mean, they are deep at running back. They are deep at wide receiver. Um, you know, Chris Ballard, the GM there in Indianapolis. If you look at the Colts and Buffalo, it's almost copy and paste. They've almost copied and pasted everything that Buffalo has been doing since McDermott and Bean came in and took over this team. Uh, it, it, it is an insane amount of work that they've put in. Um, I think even with Wentz being there, which he will be there, he's uh, you know he already had the surgery. Uh, he, he's he's already projected to be back by week one and, and able to play. Whether they play him or not is still up in the air, but. Um, behind that offensive line and that offense, again, they're an all-around team. Their defense is insane as well. Um, they are stacked in the backfield specifically. Uh, and then their special teams is just out of this world, kicking, punting, returning. Um, they are not only going to be a test in a competitive team. That's a team that you have to beat because you're more than likely going to see them in the playoffs. Absolutely. DJ, how do you feel about the Colts game? Colts? There you go. The Colts, uh, they, they, I don't know. I, I'm, they're, they're intriguing because they're built just like us, like Ryan said. Um, 
So it's interesting. Um, I think Wentz, I don't, I don't love the move. Um, I don't think too, I'm worried about Nelson for them. Um, Cause if he doesn't play, I think that gives us a slight edge. I think, cause if you look at Jonathan Taylor's stats, when he runs to the left versus when he runs to the right, he's not successful running to the right. He's better running behind Quentin Nelson. Um, and if Nelson's not a hundred percent or is still injured by that uh, surgery, um, I would think that that makes them one dimensional. I think we can beat Carson Wentz. Um, they need that running game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree with both of you guys. I, I think that the, I honestly, I'm a bigger fan of the Wentz move than most. Um, I think that the former MVP, uh, has the skill, the talent, and the potential to maybe possibly get back there one day. I haven't really seen him play in Philly the last couple of years, I will admit. I haven't paid attention. Uh, but what, from what I hear, he's garbage. And uh, as they are an AFC team, I don't root for the downfall of anybody, but I definitely wouldn't mind if he was garbage because that roster is stacked. And uh, I think that they can definitely be a problem for us going forward. So, uh, again, to DJ's point, um, I think that having uh, Quentin Nelson out is, is going to be a really big problem. Uh, so we're going to see what happens. I, I think that you could possibly see them in the playoffs again, uh, just like you know, Ryan said. I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them in the playoffs again. Um, but – We'll see what happens. Um, I think that, that that's a really good one. Um, but last but not least, I'm going to go ahead and throw out uh, the game of the year that I am most excited to see. And there's a, a couple games uh, that I'm excited to see, honestly. But uh, the game that I'm most looking forward to, I kind of have to go with the Titans game, only because the Titans – absolutely put a spanking on us yet last year and as fluky as it was and there were legitimate reasons as to why you know we lost that game it wasn't just like they came in and smacked us around like because that the score did look like that but you know there were some outside factors that that you know determined that losing both your cornerbacks um you know the whole COVID thing and uh, every game planning for two teams like I, I won't put that on the bills too much uh, but on paper, it did look bad. So I do want to see that game. Um, the last game we held Derrick Henry to like less than 50 yards. It wasn't even him. It was just horrible field position. It was horrible luck. Um, and then, like I said, not having two, your two starting cornerbacks. Uh, but uh, Ryan, how do you feel about the Titans game? Yeah, I think the Titans game is a definite revenge game for the Bills, at least for the guys that were there on the coaching staff and the team. Um, that said, I kind of have a feeling that Tennessee is is taking a step back this year. Um, I think that they got a little bit complacent. I think that they they rely on Henry way too much, and they're going to get exposed um, on, on that front this year, uh, which is going to force Tannehill to make those throws to those wide receivers and when you're playing Buffalo, obviously we don't know necessarily who our our CB two is yet. But when you're when you're throwing into that backfield, you got to be on, right? It, it very rarely are any of these guys that are in the backfield getting burned. I mean, I can't. I maybe you guys can, but I can't recall a time last year where one of the guys in the backfield got absolutely burnt to the point where it's like, oh man, you know, like the the. Um, 
Diggs, like the way like Dolphins cornerbacks are getting burnt in training camp. Yeah, or or you know, like the way that um uh you know JC Jackson and like Diggs burned JC Jackson in the Patriots game last year. Um was it the second one? So yeah, he also got burnt in training camp this year too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So I mean when you're getting burnt like that, it's a problem. But Hyde, Boyer, White, I mean, even Taron Johnson sometimes doesn't let that happen. Um you know, Wallace is a little inconsistent, which is why he's iffy for me on CB2. Um, you know, Dane Jackson looked good last year when he had to play. He's looked so good so far in camp. So, you know, make teams throw is essentially what you got to do. You got to make teams throw. And, um, you know, we weren't able to do that last year because our run defense was so bad. Uh, so we just kind of kind of let them go um, and run all over us and, and run through us. So. I'm looking forward to it, but I think that Tennessee's taking a step back, and I think if we just make them throw, that's a definite W for us for sure. Absolutely. DJ, how are you feeling about the Titans? Uh, again, with Ryan, I, I am one of those people that think Tennessee is going to take a drop, uh, step back. I, I think that – I just can't see Tannehill keeping this up. I don't think he's that good. I'm sure I'll get shit for that, but I don't think he's that good. Uh I think they rely on Derek Henry way too much. Um, I think now they have too many weapons, so I don't know what Julio is going to do um, there. They lost uh, John U. Smith, who I thought they shouldn't have lost. They probably should have hung on to him. Um, I, I think it's a win. Um, I marked it as a win on our when we do our season preview. Um, I just don't see them maintaining what they've been doing. I, they don't. They don't. They don't excite me. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame you guys for those takes. Um, I do personally, I have to put respect on them just because I know what they did to us. Obviously, they went out and they got Julio Jones. And uh, just on paper, I kind of have to give them respect because I, as much as I want to talk crap, uh, anybody who knows me knows that I, if there's something to be said, I'm going to say it. So, uh, But we haven't beaten them, right? At least not this you know, present carnation of them. We haven't beating, beaten them. Same with the chiefs. We, we haven't beaten them. So I can't really say much as, as much as, I, as, as many opinions as I want to give. And I want to say this and that, I mean, I'll say them, but I'll also pref, preface it and, and say, I understand we, we still have to beat them. Right. So, um, yeah, except the Cardinals, I know we're better than the Cardinals. They got lucky, but <laughs> I'll talk as much crap, crap about them as I want to. Uh, but, Yes. Uh, thank you. I want to thank both of you guys so much for, for joining me tonight. Um, I know it's pretty light and uh, I really appreciate, you know, just both of you guys uh, being here and uh, joining me on the wind show factor podcast. Um, my man, man, DJ seven, uh, one blitz. Uh, you want to go ahead and let the people know where they can follow you, bro. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter right now. Um, we're changing everything over, so it's just Twitter right now. at 7-1-Blitz. Um, we're going to be on Fridays at YouTube, I believe, we're built in Buffalo. Uh, and I think you can still catch us on Spotify Podcast, all that on Fridays. Absolutely. So check out the 7-1-Blitz podcast on Fridays. My man Ryan C. has the Ryan C. show on Saturdays on the Built in Buffalo YouTube channel. Ryan, you want to let them know where they can follow you, bro? No. No, I'm just kidding. 
Yeah. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Ryan C show underscore B I B and Ryan is spelled R Y A N. Uh, by all means interact with me. I will interact back good or bad. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, tweet me. Uh, let's, let's talk about some bills and some saber stuff. Yeah. I, I have to take credit for Ryan joining Milton Buffalo because I was, you know, I was like, oh, this guy's so cool on the TL. He knows what he's talking about football-wise. Yeah. And he told me his story, and I was like, hmm. It was, and <laughs> so. that's, and it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because it was like it was a chance thing, right? Like I had just – it was what, like Saturday? Um, yeah. It was this weekend. I'm laying in bed. I'm sitting there, and I just – you happened to tweet something, and I was like – I responded, and I was like, you want me to DM you about it more? And you're like, yeah, for sure, like you said kind of explained my story, my backstory. You started asking more questions. And then all of a sudden you're like, you want to join Built in Buffalo? And I was like, sure, why not? I mean, <laughs> what's up? So just kind of one of those things where just, you know, just a casual conversation turns into something more. So definitely thankful for the opportunity and, and to you for helping me get into this. So absolutely bro um i'm glad you decided to join i know that uh you have great content and um super excited for both of you guys uh to get started with us well i mean you guys are have gotten started with us obviously ryan was on the live show last night now you're both uh on the podcast today so i want to thank you guys both so much i want to thank every single one of you guys for listening uh to the winter factor podcast and the bills and buffalo podcast network as a whole please check out their podcast please check out this podcast obviously uh this is every single tuesday i have first round by every single monday and i have home field advantage every single wednesday at 8 p.m first round buys at 6 p.m those are youtube shows so uh definitely go check those out uh and we are out thank you for listening to the wind chill factor with your host justice general Be sure to catch Justice every Tuesday only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network.